0: All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of What's What VR. We have again with us Mayor Sheriff Westing Broom. How are you?
1: Doing great. Doing great. It's a, one, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> it is.
0: And I believe summer is officially here. It is. I got out of the car the other day and it is hot. <laughs> so.
1: Well, you know, Brandon, what I tell people oftentimes I put them. I tell them we put the H in humidity. (laughs)
0: that's. I talked to somebody the other day. They were from Arizona. They were like, "Man, it's hot here." I'm like, "You ain't got nothing on us, you know." (laughs) Come on down here and have some humidity, you know, with your heat. That'll that'll amplify. But no, I jumped out at Home Depot the other day. It was just like, God dog, it really is. It's summertime. Start time to cracking windows again. So so anyway. I appreciate you making some time for us. Uh, Looks like we're going to try to do this more often, but we had a couple of things we wanted to talk about. The last show went over so well. Everybody liked it. You made some time for us again. And just candid talk of what's going on. You know, first thing I wanted to kind of dive into, you know, was I was reading and we're getting timely with, you know, summer coming up is, you know, this workforce, you know, this youth workforce experience that you've got put together this initiative. Tell me, what I've read a little bit, but for anybody who's in the
1: dark, what's the short yeah. You know, uh, one of the highest requests that we get in my office is uh, surrounding uh, the Mayor's Summer uh, Youth Program, Workforce Program, and so uh, what we now call it is the Mayor's Youth Workforce Experience, and uh, we give our young people opportunities, our students to learn Uh, experientially and make some cash Uh, so people can apply students uh, by going to brla.gov slash mayor's youth workforce brla.gov slash mayor's workforce and they can find the application at the bottom of the page Um, of course there's limited space uh, so it's uh, for this summer cohort so I'm going to encourage all young people who are interested to read all of the requirements carefully and uh, then complete the application. But I tell you, the uh, students that have been involved historically in our program uh, leave uh, very fulfilled. So
0: where where are
1: they working? Are they working in, you know, City government
0: offices and are they following you around all summer?
1: (laughs) No, they're working all over the place. They're working in government. They're working in private industry. uh, And so there are a lot of different opportunities that we present. And we also um, use this workforce experience for our youth to uh, build uh, uh, some skill sets around leadership development. So it's a very holistic program. And of course, who doesn't want to have a little cash in their pocket uh, to prepare for the next uh, school year? So our, our students and our parents really appreciate it. No, I like that. How old do you have to be? Uh, you have to be uh, 16 years old, I believe. So
0: I can't lie and put my 13-year-old in.
1: Yeah. Unless sure. they have, you know, Brandon, unless they have changed um, the age requirements, uh, but I believe it's uh, 16, but all of that information is on the bottom of the uh, is on the application. Gotcha. Well, I think that sounds, that's,
0: I think more kids, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not beating up on schools and school systems Mm -hmm. by any means, but there's a lot of skills that they lack, Mm -hmm. you know, even the straight A valedictorian coming out of school, some basic, you know, life skills, you know, just, there's a couple that I wish school would, you know, teach some of the kids that we see. And I think it's important if you're, you know, let's say it's 16, to be able to start contributing back. Like you said, get some money in your pocket, but be able to go and say, I understand how, you know, this works. You know, I understand, you know, that I can, you know, contribute. I can make some money. You know, I've performed in a job. I know what it's like. You yes. know, I talked to somebody the other day who they came and interviewed actually with us and they had graduated a couple semesters back, about a year ago, I guess, covid and they were like, "This is my first interview," because that was like your first interview, you know. Like, nothing didn't even wait a table, bus a table, and you know, high school or weekends. And so, I don't know. I think it's a great way to get people indoctrinated into, "Hey, this is we get up and go to work every day."
1: <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I will tell you this: uh, one of the principles that I think is applicable across the uh, um, our our young people's life from from pre-K on until uh, they graduate from high school is the more exposure, the more experience that they have before they get into the workforce, right? In a, in a big way, uh, it is, is certainly adds value uh, to uh, who they become as, a, as an individual, as an employee, as a entrepreneur, all of that. And those. so these experiences, I guess what I'm saying, certainly contribute to the fabric and growth and development uh, of our young people. It helps build character uh, as they move forward.
0: Yeah, I saw a, um, a post on LinkedIn the other day where it was a teacher, not from here, but it was a teacher who worked with a bunch of students, you know, a bunch of guys that didn't have fathers in their lives. And yes. you know, he was putting them into, you know, like a a coat and a tie and teaching them how to, you know, shake someone's hand and look them in the eye. You know, those are some, like you don't have that. There's not a class in school, you know, for that, but you need to be able to, if you've knocked through a couple of programs like this, I think it'd be you know, great for people to learn some of that
1: stuff and just some, it makes a better
0: person at the end of the day.
1: Absolutely. And Brandon, uh, my fact checkers have been listening to our conversation. And okay. so they are telling me, uh, that I need to make a correction. That our um, our marriage workforce experience individuals can be in middle school. How about that? They can have to be at least in middle school. Uh, so that means we're looking at twelve, th- probably thirteen years old.
0: So my daughter's in signing her up today.
1: <laughs> so look, get that application in.
0: <laughs> it's
1: coming. Middle school, middle school.
0: That's perfect. No, I've been telling her that she needs to get a job. I talked, um, I short, you know, digress on it. I talked, you know, I wrote an article last month. She turned 13 last month and I used to make the joke with her that on her 18th birthday, you know, or on her 13th birthday, I was going to put this countdown clock in her room till her 18th birthday that she either had to be moved out or be able to be moved out, you know, at the time and the, what I wrote about was it really, it hit me. It was a ton of bricks that it used to be like a motivation for her. And we always joked about it, but it's really, it was like, that's my countdown. I got five years to have this girl ready, you know, to be, you know, welcome to society, be contributing, you know, functioning, learning how to change a tire, you know, all those things. And so really wasn't her countdown clock. It was mine. And so this is right in line with where my list of things to do are to get her learning, like, you get up, you go to work, you know, try if you can't.
1: Absolutely. The deadline is Friday, May 7th.
0: Oh, wow. So people need to go right now. <laughs> so, well, that's awesome. Jumping, you know, kind of got some updates to move br. There's some new oh, yeah. things that are going on here. I don't know how many people are following this, but I try to keep a pulse on it and tell us what's happening. You know, there we've got... A lot of cool things and some really new things that are going to be, you know, people are going to
1: see. Have you noticed the uh, new uh, signals featuring a flashing yellow arrow? Have you noticed those?
0: I saw it on the site.
1: <laughs> okay. I
0: went to the website and pulled this. I had not, you know, seen it, but it's for everybody. It's, this is not a right arrow. This is a left arrow. It's
1: a left arrow. So... The new signals have a, uh, flashing arrow in addition to the red, yellow, and green arrows. And so the flashing yellow arrow, uh, allows waiting motorists to make a left-hand turn after yielding to oncoming traffic and pedestrians. So the goal behind this light is to move more traffic through intersections and improve roadway safety in our parish. So, uh, smile when you see those left turn signal lights uh, uh, evolving around the uh, city and parish. Um, we also can expect to see the continuation of projects that we started in 2020, uh, but also ramp up in our project design uh, phase. Um, so the talk of the town right now, of course, uh you know, light synchronization that's taking place as well as um, the new flashing yellow, uh, arrow signals.
0: And that's taking, I was reading as well, you know, it's pulling, you know, fiber optic cable out to the lights, you know, connecting these lights for people who don't understand where, yeah. you know, we're trying to just keep a flow on surface streets, you know, at that point to where not, you know, race up to one light, stop, race to the next one and stop, you know, to really get these things, Kind of, because I think we've got cameras at a lot of intersections, but that just lets us look and see where people are frustrated at, right? You know, and actually control them opposed to all these people who think like flashing their lights is going to change it. Or, you know, I've heard every story in the world, you know, try to get the light to change, but we're actually doing this now.
1: Exactly. Uh, and And I will tell you firsthand, I've experienced. Uh, the benefits of light synchronization, I went on a test run in some areas of our uh, city. And so it's it's working. And the more we do it, uh, the more I believe we'll see that traffic moving around.
0: I think it's going to, the left turn seems to be a little bit different. Like I remember when, what is it? Uh, I love the way we do streets. Like they just change in the middle, like Sherwood, Segan, Airline that whole intersection years ago was completely changed to some new concept. And I remember, I remember driving through it, like, how is this going to work? You know, am I going to hit somebody? But it was that whole new flow
1: mm-hmm. but it
0: made a huge difference at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and let, let me tell you, you know, I've been driving for a hundred years. And so you really have to be skilled if you don't have those lights to know when to make that left turn, <laughs> uh, you know, even uh, on the, when it's um, kind of you know the 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 green and you're right at the edge of the light changing, you've gotta you've gotta really be skilled and it's so I'm I'm really glad we have uh, these uh, left turn signals. I think they'll certainly add value to our traffic experience. Oh, I I,
0: have, I can personally attest. I have a you know brother that was in a horrible traffic accident doing a left you know turn. Um, horrible accident. And I think these would make a, you know, could have made, you know, a difference, you know, there possibly we'll never know. But at the end of the day, this is, it's improvement. And it's not, these are, we're going to retrofit some intersections, right? It's not just new, you know, coming. Oh, that's right. trying to get to oh, yes. you know, the popular ones. Absolutely. So.
1: Absolutely.
0: So that's good. Um, next, the elephant in the room, the 800 pound gorilla. The, vaccination site, you know, go get vaccinated and, you know, federal, you know, vaccine information, what's the, what's the, you know, latest, not from a by no means investigative, but more just kind of the pulse, what are you hearing, you
1: know? Well, let me, let me start off, Brandon, by saying this, because, you know, sometimes there are debates around the uh, vaccine and what I'm not here to do today is to debate, (laughs) but I'm here to certainly uh, make the vaccine available to individuals uh, because we want to get, you've heard the term herd immunity. I heard um, one of our uh, LDH uh, doctors, uh, Dr. Marcel describe it as community immunity, uh, which certainly makes life uh, easier for us. It helps us to open up even in a stronger way when people are uh, vaccinated. Now, this is what I share with people. If you have any hesitancy around the vaccine, talk to your doctor, talk to another trusted healthcare professional, and see what they say. You know, I've heard a lot of reasons surrounding vaccine hesitancy. That's why I say, you know, uh, certainly I'm not a medical doctor, but I have been vaccinated. Uh, I feel comfortable and safe in getting the vaccination, and I think that's why you see a lot of leaders do it. Trying to lead by example, but if there's still hesitancy, I think people should. I encourage people to talk with their medical provider and get some information. Uh, I talked with someone the other day, and they were telling me their reason around the hesitancy, and uh, it, it had to do with the they didn't know what was in the vaccine. And so that information is online if you want to know what the content is in the vaccine. So. Um, but we are doing our best to make the vaccine available. So we have a mass vaccination site where people can get vaccinated free. They can walk up, drive up. Uh, it's at the Parade bon Center uh, right on Florida Boulevard. Uh, and so what we need to uh, know, though, is that you know, as we look at the statistics, one in four Louisianians are fully vaccinated right now. And here in Baton Rouge, we want to be the model for the rest of the state on vaccinations. So we're at about 30%, maybe a little bit more in EBR, but we must continue to encourage people to get vaccinated. In addition to that site, we have other sites around the community. So I call that site the the, the wheel and the site of Bon on Florida. And then we have other sites all around the community, which I consider the spokes. And so... Um, we're making it available to people to get vaccinated. So uh, we don't want anybody to um, miss out.
0: Yeah. If you want it, it's there, you know? And if you've questions, go to someone reputable, not to Facebook. So.
1: (laughs) Amen.
0: (laughs) Enough, you know, I tell people I hear it all the time. You know, people, yeah, did you hear about X, Y, Z? Yeah. Where'd you hear that? Oh, I was reading on Facebook. I'm like, did you do any type of, you know, was there any verification on it at all? And so that just, it drives me insane when you know, it becomes a reference.
1: <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. Uh, and I will tell you, I want people to make informed decisions because, you know, we have to live with the choices that we make. And I have told people already, if you have any fear or apprehension about taking the vaccine, I I encourage you not to take it at this moment, but find get your get your fears relieved and relieved, get some information, be informed and go into it, uh, you know, um, with all, you know, be vigilant in uh, pursuing it. So uh, that's my encouragement.
0: Yeah, no, it's. That's what I tell everybody. That we got to go, you know, I think in college, you weren't allowed to even cite, you know, like uh, Wikipedia as a reference because just anybody could go edit, you know, that. And so it's like, take some of that same logic, you know, go find somebody that'll take some time. And I told somebody, you know, everybody's got their opinions on it, but I told somebody the other day, same kind of thing. It's like, call the doctor, just tell them you want to talk about it. You know, that's what they're there for. They may not absolutely. be- absolutely. You may not normally, you know, do that, but if you've got real concerns, go forward, do it. So.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So, but it is going well. It sounds like people are moving, you know, we're getting, you know, numbers are there. We've got it for people who want it and that's what we, that's all we can do. We can't. Yeah. You know,
1: we've, we're still striving towards community immunity and uh, we're making, as I said, opportunities available And free for anybody who wants to be uh, vaccinated. So listen, uh, you just talked about summer being upon us, um, (laughs) especially from the heat. Uh, But we know that I was looking today in a magazine about all the upcoming events that are being planned. And uh, the more people that are vaccinated, the more we are able to unfold and open up and um, the safer we will be in, in in terms of including this in the mitigation process.
0: Well, I think, you know, you mentioned opening up. I think we're seeing that everywhere now, you know, people it's, we're coming, you know, I don't want to say coming back to life, you know, but really the community is bubbling, you know, and you people, the excitement It's I've never been more excited to see now hiring signs, you know, all up and down the streets. And so, to be able to see that and to hear that, you know, events are starting to come back. You know, we're talking with tourism and people are starting, you know, there's the buzz. People are starting to move and all of this. You mentioned the hub and spoke, it all is connected. You know, even back, you know, last time we talked, we talked about, you know, litter, which just drives me insane. But, you know, that, you know, if we've got all these things, if we got people coming back, you know, to our city, it's like we got to get our house in order, right? You know, it's yes. you invite people over to your house you clean the house unless you know them really well and you just don't care. But most of the time, you know, you get everything in order. And that's kind of where I wanted to drive, you know, kind of into some of these new community cleanup efforts. You know, we talked a little last time, but it sounds like there's a little more that's, you know, kicking into gear.
1: Yeah. We've uh, been working uh, with our operation cleanup over the past month and we've had community uh, cleanups with Metro council members all over the city. I've participated in several uh, students from LSU and other community groups that joined us to help beautify our streets. Uh, so I wanna thank, uh, say thank you to all of our uh, council members for partnering and for some of the folks in the community who have really embraced this as a community project. When I say people in the community, I mean, you know residents, citizens who've just said, yes, we wanna keep our community clean We have some uh, women who have been out there for months and who are very passionate about having clean neighborhoods. And so we want to encourage people, if you want to be part of Operation Cleanup uh, and other efforts that we have uh, through our administration, go to safehopefulneighborhoods.com. Safehopefulneighborhoods.com. And listen, you can do your own cleanup in your own neighborhood. We'll provide you with the tools and everything that you uh, need. So uh, we have that going on. We have uh, DPW weekend litter uh, crews that are moving around uh, to lead weekend cleanup details. Um, People love numbers, Brandon. So here's a few numbers. Uh, The Department of Public Works litter crew collected 300 bags of litter over the past weekend. And a total of three thousand nine hundred seventy bags collected during weekend cleanups since late February. So uh, we're working hard to address litter in our
0: community. That's I. I'm not going to get on my soapbox like I did last time, you know. But that's yeah, it's a big deal to me. There needs to be like i I've, I've nearly followed people seeing people throw things out the car. You know, it really bothers me. But I think if everybody gets involved, it ultimately makes the city better, which makes the neighborhood better, which makes your home values go up. It makes you know it, it's the little bitty thing that makes a world of a difference. That you think it's you know, it's a straw or it's a lid, it doesn't make you know make a difference, but it does. And so sure. So I've you know. And I think we just had, I was trying to look and see if we had the other one, but just while we were there, as everybody's kind of cleaned up, I was. I remember we just had uh, a couple of weeks ago that hazardous waste, you know, pick Oh, up. yeah. So I was trying yeah, to see had... where it was or when it was. It was down at the touchdown village out LSU, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So,
1: and we did. And it's always successful when uh, people drop off, you know, the, uh hazardous materials, paint, et cetera. Um, and the Better Business Bureau also that same day had their uh annual shredding event. And you should have seen the line of people waiting to get um their documents and papers uh shredded. That's a that's a big business and people uh are very um wanna make sure that personal information is uh uh, destroyed uh, in this day and age that we live in, you know, for a variety of reasons. One of them, you know, people stealing folks' identities. So I tell you that I know that uh, the line was at least a block or two long. So it was it was a popular event as well. But yes, our hazardous waste event was popular too. So
0: I was there. I don't know. It was at the uh, it was at the football field. Uh, Correct a couple of years or a couple of times ago or somewhere that I went and literally waited. And it was a lot, you know, but it's, you got to get the stuff disposed the right way. It's, you know, we're not about hiding it in the trash can, you know, it's like, do it the right way.
1: Exactly. So, you know what I want to see us increase. I'm big um, about recycling. Mm-hmm. So Stay tuned because I'm working with our team to see if we can come up with some Ideas to motivate people to recycle um, more. So,
0: I've got one um, for you. You do? I do. I've had this theory because I have to profess I'm not the biggest recycler. It's a running joke in my house, you know. But the way I think you can get people like me who are not, you know, religious about their recycling efforts is, and this would probably never go over, but if It was, if I had to recycle more because I had less trash pickup, if the recycling, you know, came, you know, like a little bit more, but the trash came a little bit less, it's like either I throw that away or I recycle it. The recycling is going to get it off my street, you know, faster versus the trash, you know, is, I don't know. I don't think people would go for less trash pickup, but the concept would be, you know, something along that line of finding a way or maybe getting them to come sooner. To where it forces you to do, you know, some of that.
1: That's a good point.
0: It's. Uh, I think they do it like that in some other, over in Europe, I think they have some places that they literally will pick recycling up more frequent than they do trash. And so yeah. you're stuck with the trash for weeks versus the recycling will come sooner. So if you make the effort, you can get rid of it.
1: Yeah, and I will tell you right now, we only have uh, recycling one day a week. So, but we have garbage pickup up two days a week. So maybe we need to make that uh, recycling mirror the garbage pickup.
0: That's, or like flip them, you know, kind of run them, you know, alternate them a little bit. But I think that's, I I remember as a kid, they ran us through and tried to do the education and all that stuff. I think it's got to, it's all about making less friction, making it easier for people. That's ultimately what they want, right? You can make people to death, but if you can make it easy for them, you know, I think they'll, you know, they'll finally get involved with it. So, well, anything else we're missing? You know, we got an update. There's a lot
1: happening. It is a lot happening. And hopefully I can come back again and talk about uh, what's going on in Baton Rouge. I love this opportunity to talk to our community about uh, things that are going on. You know, as much as we try to communicate through various platforms, I don't think we can over-communicate. So I, I am very grateful for this opportunity to, uh, communicate yeah. with our audience. We'd love you to come. I did. I did forget on these
0: projects. On this, we you know we talked about the light a little bit, but what people may not realize is we've got a thing is like fifty two million dollars worth of you know projects. You know, moving. We've got and there's a whole incredible amount of sidewalks. You know, getting you know put together, getting people moving around the city. So yeah, we didn't get to get into much of that. But for people who think you know what's you know what's changing, or how does this? You know the what have you done for me lately? It's like we're building you two hundred thousand dollars sidewalks. You know, yeah. go
1: use them. <laughs> so. In fact, one of our first uh, MovieBR projects was a, a sidewalk project, and integrated into the fabric of movie are are certainly um, sidewalks or the complete streets um, uh, print, uh, concept. I would say so. Um, you can look forward to seeing more sidewalks. Awesome. We want. I want this to be a walkable community too. That's Baton Rouge is. I, you say that, and I've said
0: that for years. Like the um, people, like when it comes to you know even getting into downtown, our culture, Baton Rouge is like. I want to pull up and then walk in the door. We're not used to, you know, if you go to New Orleans and you park, you know, out by the Riverwalk and you're willing to walk six blocks, but we all do it, but we just don't do it here, you know. So I think as these more sidewalks come, you know. I think it'll make a difference. And hopefully the, the, the concept will shift a little bit in people's minds. Reminds me of the old catfish town days. Long yes. Time. Yes. So, well, look, I definitely would love for you to come back. Love getting the updates. It's a lot easier here than like 18 seconds in the news, you know, blip yeah. or, you know, it's more personal and we get to kind of hear straight from, you know, the source. So we'd love to have you, you know, back and, you know, just appreciate all the work. It's not well, easy. I,
1: appreciate, I appreciate what you all do uh, uh, for our community, especially in uh, uplifting families. And so uh, uh, I look forward to coming back. As long as you have me, I'll come back.
0: Awesome. We'll do it. You have a great day. We'll talk okay, again. Okay, you too.